Wisdom, the final frontier to true knowledge. Welcome to Wisdom Trek, where our mission is to create a legacy of wisdom, to seek out discernment and insights, to boldly grow where few have chosen to grow before. Hello, my friend. I am Guthrie Chamberlain, your captain on our journey to increase wisdom and create a living legacy. Thank you for joining us today as we explore wisdom on our second millennium of podcast. This day is 1,101 of our trek, and it is Wisdom Wednesday. Creating a biblical worldview is important in order to have the proper perspective on today's current events. To establish a biblical worldview, it is required that we also have a proper understanding of God's Word. Especially in our Western cultures, we do not fully understand the scriptures from the mindset and the culture of the authors. In order to help us all have a better understanding of some of the more obscure passages in God's Word, we are investing Wisdom Wednesdays reviewing a series of essays from one of today's most prominent Hebrew scholars, Dr. Michael S. Heiser. He has compiled these essays into a book titled, I Dare You Not to Bore Me with the Bible. Today is the last essay in Dr. Heiser's book, and next week we will begin a new series. As we explore the final essay today, we will explore information about Who Determined the Canon of Scripture? Dan Brown's best-selling conspiratorial thriller, The Da Vinci Code, seems like ancient history now. At its peak of popularity, though, the novel set records for both sales and for irritating scholars with a view that Jesus and the Twelve Apostles held to Gnostic heresies. The book's bizarre plot focused on Jesus' bloodline extending through a child born to Mary Magdalene. Within the narrative, Brown asserts that the New Testament canon was determined by the Roman Emperor Constantine, who was not friendly to the Gnostic Christianity, at a time much later, the 4th century AD, than any New Testament scholar would have endorsed. Unfortunately, this myth since has taken a life of its own. The notion that Constantine decided which books should constitute the New Testament springs from the ancient Life of Constantine by Euberus of Caesarea in AD 263-339. through Eusebius reports that in a letter written in AD 331, the emperor instructed him to order 50 copies of sacred scripture, the provision and use of which you know to be the most needful for the instruction of the church to be written on prepared parchment in a legible manner and in a convenient, portable form by professional transcribers thoroughly practiced in their art. This same Constantine had earlier conveyed the Council of Nicaea in AD 325, famous for its focus on the full deity of Christ against Arianism, which taught that Jesus was a created being. Brown carelessly conflated the two events in the Da Vinci Code and put forth a preposterous idea that Constantine had decided at Nicaea which books belonged in the New Testament. But can we be sure that this did not happen? If not, what exactly did Constantine demand in this letter? We can be certain that the Council of Nicaea did not determine the books of the New Testament at Constantine's request. The data verse correspondence tells us that Nicaea did not consider the issue of the canon. Today, anyone can read the 20 decisions rendered at Nicaea. Coincidentally, they were called canons. None of those 20 decisions concerns the New Testament scriptures. In addition, accounts of what happened at Nicaea were described by several early church historians and theologians who lived at the time of the event or shortly thereafter. Their testimonies were unanimous in opposition to the idea that Constantine determined the books of the New Testament. So what did Constantine want in his letter? 
During the first several centuries of the early church, the issue of which books were to be considered sacred and authoritative was uncertain. Several early lists of the sacred books have been recovered, as have records of the rejected books. Constantine's order brought this problem to the point of decision. Once the emperor commanded copies of the sacred book to be distributed, early church leaders were forced to produce the item that needed to be copied. The result was a minimalist consensus canon, books considered authoritative by the vast majority of Christian leaders throughout the empire. Books regularly disputed or already rejected were thus set aside in faith that the Holy Spirit had successfully enlightened his believing church to reach a consensus. We hold to that consensus in the New Testament in our hands that we have today. And that concludes our essay for this week and Dr. Heiser's entire book of essays. Next Wisdom Wednesday, we will shift focus a bit, but may continue to review another book by Dr. Heiser. I am in prayer on the direction that this may take. No matter what direction we head, I believe that you'll find each Wisdom Wednesday an interesting topic to consider as we build our biblical worldview. Tomorrow, we will continue with our three-minute humor nugget that will provide you with a bit of cheer that will help you to lighten up and live a rich and satisfying life. So I encourage your friends and family to join us and to come along with us tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. If you'd like to listen to in the past 1100 treks or read the wisdom journals, they are all available at wisdom-trek.com. And I encourage you to subscribe to Wisdom Trek on your favorite podcast player so that each day will be downloaded to you automatically. And thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor. But most importantly, I am your friend as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek podcast and journal. And as we take this trek of life together, let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and then leave a living legacy each day. I am Guthrie Chamberlain reminding you to keep moving forward, enjoy your journey, and then create a great day every day. See you tomorrow.